At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Champion Sean King on VSIN Prime Time. Final hour of VSIN Prime Time on the Tuesday night before Thanksgiving. A lot of action, though, happening here at our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Back in for Tim Murray. I'm Ben Wilson. Sean King, you got to love what the, the old action is delivering right now. Miami of Ohio and the Ball State Cardinals. Look at the Cardinals. 13 nothing. PAT pending. 809 to go second quarter. Well, they're not the only one delivering so far tonight. Our next guest ah, just had a special delivery. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Way to set that up, Sean. You're, you're a pro. Uh, Doug Elin back on the show. You know him from Entourage. But most importantly, Doug, you're in the hospital right now. Wife just gave birth. I mean, what a, what an absolute, like, what a top, first of all, the commitment, professionalism to still coming on our show when you are literally in the hospital right now. So if you need to talk a little quieter, that's totally okay. Jim Nance voice, we understand it. But thank you, sir, for joining us, and, and congratulations. I'm, I'm sure you've not slept much, but uh, we appreciate you coming on despite uh, everything going on right now. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no, we're good. This baby, just uh, she can sleep. So she uh, is good to listen for a couple of seconds. And she's, uh, she's anti-Broncos as well, so she knows what's going on. <laughs> I, I, I figured you wanted to come on in Peacock because the Cowboys, uh, never in doubt, yeah. rocking chair game, and the Raiders, your fade of Denver has been one of the best betting angles <laughs> that we've had on the show. And they found a way to lose another game. Only thing that didn't happen, and you don't really get, you're not bullish on, on the Giants from like a playoff caliber team. You just are happy that they seem to be headed in the right direction. Before we get to the wins, 
As a Giant fan, what was your evaluation of the loss to the Lions? <sighs> you know what? That was a tough one. That was the first game all season where I was like, uh-oh, is this the Giants or is this the new Giants? So uh, that was bad to lose to that team that doesn't even look like they belong in the league. That, that, that was tough. So uh, it kind of put a real damper on where we were headed, but uh, we'll see if we can somehow turn it around again. But I, I was kind of shocked. They played every yeah. game they played this season was, was good, and that one was just not. We talk about it just from traditional handicapping, when, especially in the NFL, just a week-to-week league, when you have the team who looks like they don't even belong on the field like the Giants did against the Lions, and you combine them the following week against a team who looked like world beaters in Dallas. The, the general sense is, all right, that should be the spot to look to go back on the underdog wagon. In a rivalry spot, divisional rematch, Doug, you feel uh, confident in backing the Giants this week, given that, but also understanding all the injuries going on right there for Big Blue. No, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay away from that game. I'm not feeling confident about it. I'm back to you know, you've missed me uh, uh, the last few weeks. But I'm an emotional Giants guy, so I don't really <laughs> okay. like. To, I don't like to bet on them, but. Sometimes I do, and then I go, hey, you know what? Either way, I'll be happy if I bet against them. But, no, I'm staying away from that game. I'm uh, going to go for the, the, the death nail in the Broncos and, and really just call this officially one of the worst trades in the history of the NFL if they lose again this week. So. <laughs> well, in, in right I don't news want, for- By the way, I don't even want to – it's become cool to, like, now go on – go at Russell. So, I want to I wanna say that I was doing that early and often, and now I, I'd rather just – I'd rather not even talk about that anymore, but it's time for them to make some serious changes or something. Well, one change they did make, they, they blamed Melvin Gordon, a running back on a mm-hmm. one-year deal, because they just released him. <laughs> he was the problem. And I think they stripped yeah. play calling from Nathaniel Hackett, you know, which is, <laughs> I mean, they hired him to call the plays, right? Because he was so great yeah, on offense. I, well, let's I, get I, off the Broncos. <laughs> let's get off the Broncos, off the Giants. What is your play that you kind of looked at and said, ah, I, I, I like the way this is looking. What, what sticks out to you this week, Doug? I got to tell you, I'm embarrassed to say I am normally overly prepared. I don't even know what day of the week it is right now. <laughs> so um, so I, don't have my, I don't have my top pick. Sadly, I should. Um, but I, I, I mean, honestly, I, for, I never forget about you guys. Like I just got into the, I was running to come feed the baby for the five o'clock feeding. And I was in the lot running like, uh, OJ and his old Hertz commercials without, without a knife. And I, I, the phone rang and I was like, Vegas, who's, what am I, who's calling me in Vegas? Who's after me? But um, so I, I don't currently know exactly where I am, but if you give me the picks, I will give you a quick assessment because I've watched everything else. Season. That's give me the game. I, okay, let's just go. Let's start the game because today is Tuesday, Doug. Just to let you know, you got about yeah, uh, <laughs> we're sitting here. <laughs> and you got about uh, what forty hours until Thanksgiving morning, and we have the first kickoff. We'll have Bills Lions straight out of the gate. I kind of feel like the Bills could name their score in that game, and looking at a, a team total over, and it's the weird spot where the Bills just played in Detroit, and now they go back to Detroit taking on the Lions. So that's game one. Bills are about nine and a half point favorites, 54 or 54 and a half year total uh, to kick off Thanksgiving. What do you think about that one? I think the Bills, I think uh, the Lions will have a letdown from their ridiculous win over the Giants. The Bills, I think, are going to keep starting to get it back together where we thought they were a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I like the Bills big. Bills big. Okay. 
final game of the night on Thanksgiving because we already covered uh, Giants-Cowboys there. Pats-Vikings, kind of a mix of opinions so far based on the betting market. We're down to two and a half on Minnesota uh, in a lot of spots down from the field goal here. Uh, I don't know if you think this could be a bounce back for Minnesota after getting trounced by Dallas, but I uh, do take on a New England. Bill Belichick-led Pats team coming there into the Twin Cities. Yeah, I'm going with the Pats, and I, you know, I was talking about this with some people. You know, Super Bowl contenders. Unless I, I actually meant to research this today, I don't think they get beaten the way Minnesota got beaten. You don't hear about that a lot with the team that won the Super Bowl had a beating like that. And uh, um, I don't think they're going to bounce back. And I think the Patriots are, are getting better. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Patriots. John, the one, the, the first game I think of that. I don't know if you remember this. Eagles 49ers, 1994. Mm-hmm. Remember that game? Mm-hmm. Eagle, and I'm, Doug, obviously you've got a million things going on in your mind. <laughs> Eagles 49er, 49ers 8, and that was the year that the Niners won the Super Bowl. That's literally the only game I can ever remember where a legit Super Bowl contender got walloped in the way that Minnesota did last week and then went on to win the whole thing. But they had a guy named Jerry Rice and a guy named Steve Younger. You know what's interesting? Show. Outside of the fact that Minnesota has a lot more allocated to the quarterback position, I view their success this year just as Doug views the Giants' success. Like, I didn't have Super Bowl expectations for Minnesota. So the fact that they sit here, yeah. what are they, 8-2, and two, mm-hmm. I think now? I mean, Kevin O'Connell's done a great job changing the culture. You know, uh, Coach Zimmer had done a great job. Maybe his message had gotten stale. You know, but I don't look at this Vikings team and think that they're a Super Bowl-caliber team. So I'm with you on right. this, Doug. Uh, people are down on the Patriots because they, they, they allowed the Jets to drag them into their cesspool of bad offense in a, a scintillating 3-3 game for the majority of it. But I, I like New England to keep this close as well. Minus, uh, that, was, that was three on uh, Minnesota. Down to, down to two and a half there uh, right now. Again, Doug Allen joining us. Like, just had the wife just giving birth. Their baby girl in the hospital right now, but the well, the man. I, of, I didn't really give birth. I'm saying you're you the one. Yes, you're. you're they, yes, thank you for. Uh, now you, that would have been a screw. <laughs> you could. You, thank you for clarifying. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to argue. But don't want to argue, Rabs. Well, you know the fan, the, 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 the duo in the hospital right now. Uh, as we look at the rest of the the card, and I'll you know I'm sure this has been mentioned many a time, Sean by by Tim, but since I'm filling in for Tim here. I just have to bring up any game that involves uh, Tom Brady since that was at least my favorite episode of Entourage of all time, the Brady uh, golf outing with, uh, with Turtle and uh, how, how hilarious the back and forth that was. I always think of that episode when I think about uh, Brady trying to uh, get back on track. And, and the Bucks come out of a bye laying, what, three and a half now, yep, Sean, against Cleveland. So uh, are you in or out, Doug, now on this Bucks team finally after the, the win we saw in Germany over the Seahawks pre-bye week? I don't know why I'm still in, and I believe that Brady, he's not. I really do. I mean, without being negative about it, I do believe Aaron Rodgers and, and Russell Wilson are done. I really do. I think Tom Brady's still got some something left, even with all of the – I mean, he's dealing with a lot of stuff right now between this crypto collapse that they're suing him and getting divorced. But I don't know. I just believe in Brady. I think uh, I think the Bucks are still going to be pretty good this year and do something. So I like the Bucks. You know, I'll be honest with you, my two dark horses are Tampa and Tennessee. I just put two futures on both of those teams to win the championship. I'm with you. I think the best is in front of this year's Bucs team, and I think Tennessee is going to be a tough game for anyone. We got about two minutes left, and uh, I would be remiss because there's really only one game that matters this weekend to me and Doug. And it's happening (laughs) in the state of Ohio in a city called Cincinnati. Uh, due to one of our <laughs> esteemed uh, academies, Navy, upset of UCF. This is for not just a berth 
into the American Athletic Championship, Doug, but hosting the American Athletic Championship. Tulane sits as a two-point underdog. Uh, the total is 46-and-a-half. Interesting, and Ben brought this to my attention and opened at 53. So it's been bet down wow. almost uh, a little over seven points. I know you probably haven't watched as much college as you do pro, but based on what you've seen of Tulane, give me your opinion of how this game plays out. I like what we're doing. Obviously, I haven't seen them play, but I've seen a, I've seen a number of Tulane games. I like what they're doing, and I'm I'm riding the wave. We got it. Riding the wave. Great defense. This one, I'm going on emotions, but I'm I you am have to. taking the wave. Yeah, man, our defense is legit. Our defense is really legit. And uh, what's also legit, man, is that you decided to come on and uh, spend a little time with us this week. But we're not going to hold you, man. Congratulations no. on a new addition. Uh, prayers that she's healthy. Hey. You guys enjoy the holiday season. Please give the best to the missus. And uh, we will see you next week. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. See you soon. Appreciate it, Doug. Yep. Congrats to Doug and Sarah. And uh, we will be catching up with Doug yeah, next man. week. What a guy. And the fact roll that he comes wave. in from just a oh, roll wave, of course. Wouldn't it be awesome? He added a new addition in a year that Tulane won a conference championship in football. Yeah. If that happens, I got to get like a little baby outfit and send it to him that says Green Wave <laughs> AAC 2022 champs. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. Definitely. I love it. All right, All right Doug. Appreciate Sean, you, man. Doug, it, yeah, Sean already investing. I can just I can tell yeah, the gears are, flip, are, are turning guy. in the head. He's going to invest there. So the big thanks to Doug Elin and give him a follow if you don't already at Mr. Doug Elin on Twitter. Still a lot for us to get to, into in our final hour of the show. We're going to talk NFL awards with the final six weeks or so of the NFL season kicking up on Thursday. We'll discuss that next year on Beeson Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM Sports is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. That pounding you heard on the desk a second ago. Sean King. Rooting on the plays. Coming home. We're underway in Maui. Good start for the Blue Jays. Creighton 12, Arkansas 8. Six minutes in. Yeah, I just don't I, don't. I don't get what Bowling Green but, is doing yeah. defensively. Like, they keep giving Ohio this light box. And by light box, I mean, Ohio has five offensive linemen, a tight end, tailback and the quarterback. So that's eight guys. Bowling Green has six guys in the box. And Ohio has the backup quarterback. Like, put an mm-hmm. extra guy in the box, play man, make him prove he can throw the ball accurately and beat you. I mean, they're averaging about, feels like 12 yards a carry here because, you know, Bowling Green keeps giving them this light box. Um, so hopefully some adjustments, some adjustments will be made. I mean, that would be my approach, you know, if I was yeah. trying to get to a conference championship game. I'm not going to, you know, let yep. the backup quarterback hand the ball off all game and they win the game. So, but, I mean, what do I know? It's I'm, funny. I'm only one You've only won, yeah. At, all, at all, every level. Only. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> he's, he's modest, guys. You know, you know, you know Sean is. What's funny is that it's only 3.6 yards per carry in Ohio, but when you watch it, it's like gaping holes left and right. So, it, so that you could almost think it might get worse if the adjustment doesn't come here, as Ohio's clearly found something after the slow start. We're down 7 nothing. Uh, Sean, you got Bowling Green, money line, but down 14-7. Ball State, though, up 14 nothing and just forced Miami into a stop. So Miami makes a field goal on uh, fourth and goal. So 14-3, Ball State uh, in front right now. All right, have you gotten involved in the uh, – you said you have futures you just made on Tampa and Tennessee. Yeah, Tampa, Bay What were your, uh, your and- numbers? Tennessee, I got to look it up. I got so okay. much stuff on the app. I did it last week. Okay, I last week. I think Tennessee is in the 18, 19, the one. I think Tampa is a little less than that. I think it's 
12, 13, okay. 14, somewhere around there. I get that Mike Vrabel won Coach of the Year last year. You don't see coaches win that back-to-back. But last week, he was 100-1. to It's like, who's done a better job if you just look at raw personnel than Mike Vrabel has done this well, year? Well, I don't think he'll get it because of their recent success. And then you have yeah. the Giants, been terrible. They're above 500. Jets, been terrible. They're above 500. Sirianni, a lot of expectations, but nobody thought that they'd be nine and what are they, nine and one. So uh, he's minus one twenty-five doing the award right now. Yeah, yeah, it's some Kevin O'Connell sitting there eight and two. You know, it's some guys out there that are doing a tremendous job. I just think I'm high on the Tennessee Titans because out of all the matchups, I think they're the toughest out for the top teams in the AFC come playoff time because they can rush the quarterback. They're physical, aggressive, mentally tough on defense, and they force you. To defend the run. Now, again, they kind of have their own Jimmy Garoppolo problem. You know, they hadn't surrounded Tannehill with the type of talent that Garoppolo has. But Tannehill, you know, was the reason they lost the Bengals game. That game, by the way, remember we talked about it. They had nine sacks on Joe Burrow. <laughs> nine. And, and still didn't nine. get enough support from their offense. But we'll see. Well, there's so much, too, to be changed within the AFC playoff picture as well. I mean, as it stands right now, the Titans would be the three seed. But in a, as weak a division as you could get right now, playing in the AFC South, only above 500 team at this point. But you think about the, the matchups, and you're, you're slated to get at least one home game. You could very easily draw, let's say, a New England or a Jets team that has no offense to speak of right now. That could be – there's a playoff picture right now. I mean, that could realistically be a first opponent for Tennessee – you could also draw Cincinnati again. We're about to see that game this week with Tennessee a home dog. So you know what the market thinks of the Titans. It's uh, it's not very highly, but that's like how do you how do you I factor in the coaching? The, of that? the interesting part of that is the Chiefs sit at eight and two, and the seventh seed is six and four, and everybody's yeah. in the middle. So the I don't think we have any idea what that seeding's going to look like because everybody's within two games. So it's not like the NFC side where totally different. You know, it's, it's a wide discrepancy. Eagles are nine and one, Bucks are five and five, and winning the division. So I mean, like yeah. the AFC, I think is still going to be a lot of movement. You know, from here to the end, from a seating standpoint. Of the, I mean, if you include the Chargers, you really have nine competent teams right. who are in the mix for seven spots. Who ends up being the two that you you believe end up uh, finding their way on the outside looking in? If the Jets don't make a change at quarterback, I think it's the Jets and I think the Patriots. I think the Jets and the Patriots. I don't think the AFC East is getting four teams in. So I think the Jets and the Patriots on that list uh, are going to be eliminated. And then uh, Chargers. So Chargers find a way. The Chargers is all about health. Yeah. You know, can they get Keenan Allen and Mike Williams healthy at the same time? You know, on defense, can they get all their pieces, you know, healthy and and keep them healthy? So if they can get healthy, they got a shot. Stars have not aligned yet, though, in they that are. category. It's a, it's a pick em right now, and that's probably a fair number. Yeah. I mean, who are we to say we have any idea what's going to happen health-wise for the Chargers down the stretch? They've, they've had a lot of talent. They've had a lot of injury. Uh, where do you, It kind of depends on where you stand on Brandon Staley, and do you think he can galvanize that team down the stretch? I'm not as high on Justin Herbert as some people. And you're not well, so that, also, that answers that yeah, partially. Um, from a talent standpoint, I think he has all the goods. I still think – he has some growth from a mental toughness standpoint. Uh, sometimes when that kitchen gets hot, man, he's not always comfortable standing there making sure the food gets done. Mm. You think last night he had a play action, uh, not last night, but uh, S- Sunday, Sunday night. night yeah. He had a play action pass, and they brought the blitz off the edge, and he panicked and threw the ball away instead of just holding it for half a count, which he had half a count. 
we had Palmer coming across. There were some times on those last drives where he got blitzed, didn't pick up the blitz, didn't see it. You know, like that's mentally not being calm when it's chaotic. That's not having clarity when there's confusion. And no matter how talented you are to ever be elite, that's what separates you is when it's crazy, it's loud, I'm tired. Yeah. I can focus and see the entire picture clearly. And I haven't seen that from him consistently yet. So until I see it, you know, he's still on the outside looking in of that group that's Mahomes and Allen and, and mm-hmm. some of those guys. We know, too, he's a, he's a type of guy. He's not a very vocal, loud guy. Like, he, he's he, from from all the reports we've seen, like, he's a, he's kind of a quiet, intrinsic, keeps-to-himself sort of player, yet he's always made up for it. I mean, when you think about how good the arm is as a young quarterback, but it's like when you're in the midst of a team that's going through injury issues, you have a coach who's kind of sort of toes the line when it comes to aggressiveness. He goes back and forth. We've seen how Staley has gone in that direction. It's like, what what would you want to see out of him and do you feel like he's got to got to get out of his shell maybe a little more if you if you want to take that next step? Is that like is that a real thing to look at or just one of those media talking points? I think that's just a media talking point. Okay. I think in the inside of the locker room, consistency is where your leadership comes mm. from. Yeah. You know, if you're an introvert, be an introvert. You know, that's okay. That's just who he is. Who you are, like, right. Yeah. If you're an extrovert, then be an extrovert. The big deal is when we hit play on the film, <laughs> mm-hmm. what do we see? And that's the important part, you know, and uh, that's where I feel like there are some some gaps in where he's perceived to be and where he's actually at. So he can get there, but he hadn't gotten there yet. At least for the you look at the odds board for MVP now. And I, you know, I think to a guy like Patrick Mahomes for even when the struggles were happening for him last year and was struggling with some of the defensive adjustments on his game. You never really felt like you felt like he stayed authentic, right? He didn't try to go out of the norm. He didn't try to be all rah-rah or crazy, kind of what we're talking about here. And it's now come back to where he's having a fantastic season, even sans some of the top weapons. Up to minus 160 now at BetMGM to win uh, MVP here. Any Anybody else you think could make a late uh, surge here? Is this Mahomes' award to win? Absolutely. I think uh, Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow sitting there at 25-1. to 1. Mm. Uh, With what the Ravens just did on defense, they're going to be outstanding. Now, Lamar's not coming off a great performance uh, this past week against the Panthers, but Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's balling, and they're about to get Jamar Chase back, and the AFC North is still wide open. If Burrow was to get hot down the stretch, I mean, you could make a case that, that happened last year. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that twenty-five to one at minimum will be single digits. You know, it's funny about this time last year because I remember I had a ticket on Dak Prescott to win Comeback Player of the Year. Burrow was about twenty-five to one to win that award a yeah. season ago, and he went on a. I mean, it was a Puckstradamus type heater the final yeah. six weeks of the year. Right. We saw what happened there. What, what do you make about the offensive line, though, for Cincy that clearly has taken, if you compare game one against Pittsburgh week one and what we just saw last Sunday, clearly taken a, a big leap forward in that time. Well, yeah, they allocated a lot of resources to it, uh, brought in some free agents. You know, uh, they decided that, you know, we're going to fix something. This is what we got to fix. And uh, it's starting to become evident, you know, in, in their presentation. And I don't mean to get distracted, but but Bowling Green, oh, I mean they're, they're oh. acting like they in practice this week. Oh, Falcons! Like, this is ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> because I always like to give actionable information. There are a mm-hmm. couple bets: uh, Lamar Jackson and more yep. so Joe Burrow than Lamar. Yeah. Both sit at 21, 25 to one. I do think Burrow's about to get hot, going to run. If you want to, you know, maybe drop a dollar or two on Burrow to be NFL MVP, and I like to solid sized odds on teams that I think can win it all, the Buccaneers and the Titans. 
Nobody's talking about either team, but come playoff time, they're both going to be a tough out. I really like your approach, though. We get so get so entangled with who are the names with minus money, who are right at the top. When you think about value and you think about teams at this time of the year who can get hot, that's where you want to look. We will continue the discussion. Final half hour of our show, get into more plays on college football and NFL when we come back. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't have to wait until after Turkey Day to score a Black Friday deal with VEASAN. New VEASAN Pro Annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. With VEASAN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time Black Friday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. You're not looking great in Bowling Green and uh, it, just the general action well, here, uh, Sean. We, we, need, we, need some, we need some sort of flip here. Ohio looking very good, 21-7 well, on uh, Bowling Green. In, in, Come on. in sports wagering, when you know you're on the wrong side, just detach emotionally. Just detach. Yeah, yeah I'm, I've already moved on. I've already started handicapping tomorrow. Having played, knowing the game as intimately as you do in football, how quickly can you tell – or identify, let's say you didn't even have a bet. How quickly in a game can you tell which, which team to is the right side? a level where, Ben, I should never bet pre-flop. I should make all my wagers in-game. You should definitely do that. Because I would think for you, I mean, I talk with Mike Pritchard about this all the time on Lombardi line. Mm-hmm. Like, when you have that, you know, it's such a, to a greater detail that any of us can comprehend. You can see what's happening on the field so much clear, clearly, and you know the, the team that looks like the side I would think that's kind of where you would hone in on. The problem is... The number can get out of hand. I get that. First of all, you, you kinda, it kind of limits you in Vegas to only using specific apps. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. You know, because the in-game betting is very varied here in Vegas as far as what are your options, when do they offer yeah. anything, you know, so... No, I get it. You're that's always hard. balancing. If you find a number you really like on this app, pre-flop, do I take it? But then I know on that app, once the game starts, my in-game portfolio is super minimal, but I got a bad number over here, but then I know in-game it's a whole lot on the menu that I, you know, so it's, you're always trying to balance yeah. all of these things. In, well, in in-game betting, it's the easiest thing to just sit here and say from the general principle of it, oh, yeah, just, just do that yeah. and blindly ride it. But it happens fast, too. Li- yes, you have, I mean, like 45 seconds, and if you're trying to shop around, look at different books, your window, and because you're behind you know, how the actual feed of the game is being broadcast, there's not much time. And, like, you've got to be ready to, to quickly pull the trigger. So I always say that the actual logistics of the in-game betting, it's a lot harder than, than most people think. Where we sit here and we just say, oh, yeah, fire, if they get to seven in-game, just take them there. It's not that easy. I think you have to have a plan when it comes to live betting. So let's just take Bills-Lions. Correct. You like the Bills at minus nine and a half, but you don't really – well, you like the Bills, but you don't really want to lay the nine and a half. Mm-hmm. So my plan would be – Live bet the game, and what I'm hoping for is that Detroit wins the toss, takes the ball down, and scores. Or um, three-quarters of the way through the first quarter, Detroit has a lead. Because then in game, you'll be able to get Buffalo minus five, minus six. You know, that number will have gone down if Detroit's in the lead. 
Now, the opposite of that is, is if you like Buffalo minus a nine and a half and they come out and it's seven zero, then the you, numbers then you do? are right. going to be higher. But, you know, it's, it's just, you know, the yin and the yang, the give and the take. You know, uh, if you like the Lions, you think they can backdoor cover nine and a half, then you're hoping that the Bills get the ball and march down the field and score and that number goes to 14, or, you know. So, no doubt. Right. So yeah. you, it, it, there are way, different ways to approach it. Um I think having all the options available, I think you really have to settle on one particular app. I think it's too hard. I've tried to have like one in-game yeah. app on my laptop, I, I one two on max. my phone. Even then, it's hard. I, I yes, no, and you I mean know, I'm it, someone who really does. Hard. You know, I shop seven, eight different books for pregame. I I forced myself to get down to like two. I can't even do it with two. Like I miss numbers. I, and I you still miss. If you've never live bet, it's always changing. Like take Circle, for instance. Circa only gives you in-game options during commercials. So you don't even have not, like an opportunity right. when the game. But an app that does allow you to bet as the game is going, it's always changing. Like the number may be one thing, one team gets a sack or gets a first down, that number's changing. So, I mean, you have to make split-second decisions. And if you don't have a plan, I think you just dig deeper holes. Right. Well, it's so I think an actionable piece of advice to kind of plan out, like look at every single game. If you're not – if you don't have the conviction to make a pregame play, then kind of put out what are you looking for? And especially like in the college game where situational handicap plays such a bigger role than say the NFL because you're not dealing with professionals where there's a, there's, there's a lot more early signs that you're going to see. And take, I mean, take this week, for example. You have so many spots. I mean, let's, let's take a spot like UCLA and Cal. I mean, do we really think UCLA gets up for that game? We saw how Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback, was literally in tears his final USC-UCLA game facing a Cal team that isn't really any good, but Justin Wilcox has at least coached them to be a tight defensive squad. So I would tend to think, Sean, pregame, that this might be a tough spot for UCLA to get back up for with really nothing to play for. Do I know that? No. So you're going to find out pretty quickly if UCLA is ready to go, and that's where, from an in-game spot, let's even, you know, even if you were going to get maybe Cal plus 7 instead of plus 10, you would probably feel a lot better about making that play having seen, let's say, 10 minutes of the game than just blindly assuming that would happen pregame. Yeah, I agree. And listen, pick your poison. There is no 100% fail-proof way to do this, but just get comfortable. Find something that you're comfortable doing and attack it and and try and become an expert at it. And uh, hopefully you cash a whole bunch of tickets. Uh, the Bowling Green I'm sick of pick, yeah, I'm, I'm sick, I'm sick oh, of McDonald. I, I said so, yeah. when I made the bet, I said if I get the good version of him, we're good. If I get the bad version, I'm in trouble. And you know what? Hopefully they'll change quarterbacks uh, oh, at the half. Jeez. 21. Stinking it up. <laughs> Money line uh, is continu- you see on your live screen. That's I mean, he just threw a ball that four Ohio guys could have intercepted, and one of them actually did. Turnover and margin. And the other three got all mad that they missed it. <laughs> Ohio plus three of the turnover margin so far, twenty-one <laughs> seven right now. How do you, how do you view the like, for, especially for this week, the college teams that are sitting you know sitting on five wins? Where on the one end, if you're five and six, you're probably not a very good football team. At the same time, depending on the program, especially if you look at some of the group of five schools, it's it seems like UTEP comes to mind that has not traditionally been very good. It matters. I mean, it means a lot to get to a bowl game. So like motivation will be there. But talent and personnel might not be. So how do you look at those spots uh, from, from having played before and, and for a, you know, a smaller program like Tulane? Uh, first of all, Tulane is not a smaller I'm, program. I, back in the day, yeah, before no, Sean no. King got there. We're behemoth. Before Sean King no, got we're there. We're behemoth. <laughs> um, secondly, Tim is high on the UTEP team. What are they, the Miners? Miners. They're playing UTSA, I think. 
They're getting a lot of points. Is I just it, yeah. not like he's, that I, he's high. He thinks they're gonna. I just threw that out as an show example. Out. Uh, we'll see. Um, I you think it was Brad Powers that's high on Southern Miss, who's okay. in the same kind of situation. UTEP's uh, getting five 17. wins. You know, they're yeah. trying to get to the sixth win to be bowl eligible. UTEP is getting 17. They're yep. playing at UTSA. Southern Miss laying three against Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, I think on the UTSA road. has already uh, secured a berth into uh, their yeah. conference championship game. So. My alma mater, Missouri, five and six, uh, hosting Arkansas in the made-up battle line rivalry, a rivalry that doesn't exist until they decided it did eight years ago. Missouri and Arkansas just clinched bowl eligibility last week. So that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting spot where I look at the updated number now and we're at Mizzou uh, plus three. So, again, I don't know how you generally – it's probably more of a case-by-case basis, but sometimes you, know, you hear, especially people in our space and betting, say all the time, like, all right, well, this is a great spot because they want to win and get bowl eligible. Well, Missouri's not any good. And but it's like, how do you conflate that with an Arkansas team that has just played two back-to-back really physical games and is, is coming off the win? That's, to me, where the, the situational handicap becomes really tough in college. Yeah, I agree. I think you got a case-by-case basis. Um, pick your spots, you know, try and find yeah. areas where, you know, you can attack. You know, one way we attacked last week, uh, we're really high on Utah State, who was playing nice San Jose win. State. You know, they had five To get wins. bowl eligible, yeah, right? trying to get bowl eligible knowing that they had to go to Boise this week, and that most likely was not going to result in a win. So the flip side of that is senior night down in Boise, Idaho. I know that seems like a big number, but Utah State's already bowl eligible now. How locked in and are they? So Boise the, State has nothing to play for on the flip side. They're already senior night. Yep, senior morning, 10 right, a.m. local morning, kickoff right. on CBS. game, right? So <laughs> yeah. a lot of times you have to know the psych- psychology of that particular program. That means something at Boise State. Yep. You know, you go there, you know, a lot of their players are four, fifth, six-year guys because of COVID. Those are brotherhoods. Like, they want to go out and play well for yeah. their brothers. So, I might attack Boise State in that scenario, you know. Like so, 16 and a half. Right. right. And so, I'm saying it's like you're kind of fooling yourself if you, if you think you're smart enough to be that armchair psychologist and figure out where a group of 118 to 21-year-old dudes are at. That's why you, you can watch how this plays out early. You're going to tell by about 10.37 a.m. Mountain Time if Boise State is, is up for the game, is my point, and you'll be able to determine and, and look for value in game. Here's what I always say. Whatever your bankroll and budget is, it only takes one win to have a great week. I mean, you don't have to bet <laughs> yes, 15 games. I mean, if you find one game that you really like, then whatever you're going to wager, then yeah. – Play that game. And if it wins, then put your feet up, eat your turkey and or your leftover turkey, okay. depending on if it's Friday or Saturday, and, you know, enjoy the weekend. You don't have to get involved in 50 games. That's why I love the occasional <laughs> drop into this show, working with you, Sean, because you, you kind of, like, you recalibrate my mind betting. And I, I leave the studio, I'm like, man, this, this is a fun way to bet it. And you, you're not, you only not need pressure. one win to have a winning weekend. See if we can find some more bets. When we return, we wrap up the show. We give our early thoughts on the Thanksgiving Day and weekend slate as well as we roll on Beeson primetime
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Prime Time with Tim Murray. John King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. 
Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we're back for the final time, big thanks to our guests tonight. Ben Brown, Thor Nystrom, Devin Walker, Doug Elan, uh, joining us all on the show here on Prime Primetime. Elliot Bauman, our producer, and uh, Dakota Martin, our technical director. You're thankful for a lot of things, Sean, but uh, Bowling Green football, not one of them. Tonight. Well, here's what I am. I'm going to take the high road when they're taking the low road. What a, I'm what gonna a professional. I'm going to say let's, let's get it together. Let's rally. Let's come <laughs> back up. 28-7 Bobcats at the yeah. half over you, your You Falcons. can't win it down 21 until you get it not down 21. So yeah. Take the opening drive. Let, let's get something positive, productive. Let's scratch and claw our way back and, and figure out how to win it in the fourth quarter. All right. Now, that's the coach. That's a coach. Yeah, that's what I've matured. That's what you're saying in the locker room. Yeah, right. I'm throwing his socks at the TV, and I'm take my shoe off and, you know, throw it at the podium. Okay, I like I like how you've grown. Yeah, yeah. You can you, you can know, the, is... the intrinsic Sean King oh, reflecting. Yeah. Uh, you're the other uh, action game going on right now. Ball State 14, Miami three. They just kicked off to start the third quarter, and uh, look right now at least in the in the college basketball the game of the night. Creighton really putting it to uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks early as we hit halftime there at the Lahaina Civic Center, 40 to 34. Creighton at the break. So that line move looking to be justified. Yeah, so so Creighton far. money line uh, yeah. gave out Ball State. Money liner up 14 to 3. And you know what they're doing it with? Arthur Kaluma uh, on the bench, picked up two early fouls, did not score in the first half. Mm. That's That to me is impressive when you have three double digit scores and your NBA potential peripheral lottery pick has done. Is zilch. the kid from Duke still there? The, tra- the Duke transfer was last year, his last year. I believe that was last year. Okay. I'm not mistaken. I mean, look, Ryan Kalkbrenner is, is that guy's as like a second, you know, as a center inside has been really impressive as is well. Is the coach's son, points. the former coach's son from Creighton, is yeah. he still in the NFL? NBA? Doug, Doug McDermott? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Where is Dougie McBuckets See, I'm these kinda, days? I'm kind of familiar with, with Creighton a little bit. McBuckets yeah. is, yes, he, uh, McBuckets Bulls? is still on the Spurs. He Spurs. was Bull, he was Bulls now, I believe, okay. a stint with the Kings now on the San Antonio Yeah, I mean, buckets used to get buckets. Buckets. Like yeah. I'll give it, I'll See, I kind of dibble and dabble in college. Because Sean ball. knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, as we wrap up the show, we want, want to circle back. We've kind of gotten our, our guest thoughts here on uh, Michigan-Ohio State. You've kind of given an inkling towards where you're looking, but you think while most of the market thinks Michigan ought to be able to keep this close, if Blake Corum, the running back for the Wolverines, in fact does go, and there have been conflicting reports on that early in the week, you, based on what I'm – Kind of getting a sense of. You seem to think this could be a runaway for Ohio State and well, not particularly close. I don't really care if Corn plays or not. He's a really good player. But this line is telling me that Ohio State's much better than Michigan. The game's in Columbus. I have no idea what kind of team Michigan really is. They haven't really played anybody that could really test them. And I feel like I felt when Tennessee ventured into Athens. I really do. This is the same feeling mm. I had when Tennessee ventured in Athens. And that number came up at nine. And everybody's like, oh, you got to take the falls, you know, plus the points. Like, and I was like, ah. And that number's saying that Georgia should thump these boys. Like, this number is saying Ohio State is going to thump Michigan. So I'm going to bet with C.J. Stroud in this one. Um I hate that it's a 9 a.m. Pacific noon start. I'd love for this to be yeah. hey, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 night game. I know. All of Columbus is hydrated to the max. Like, I don't really want to see the sleepy game. Like, the, the tuba player, like, dotting the <laughs> you know, in Ohio. Yeah, but they've done this it's before. Not the, I know, but it's they know not how to the get up early. Same. I know. But, again, I, I, I think I'm rolling with Ohio State in this one. I, I, I am. Um, 
Hopefully it doesn't come down to the end because Michigan has one of the best kickers in college football. Saw that last week. But I, I, I just think well, I, I'm going to roll with Ohio State. I think Ryan Day's been saving some stuff. I think uh, he hadn't really got any rest since they got their butt kicked last year. Remember last year it all came Michigan's way. Inclement weather. So yep. now Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, they aren't as effective because the wind's blowing. You can't see. Snow's going to the side. You know, you got Hutchinson and Ojabe up there in the front, Daxon Hill. Like, Ohio State didn't forget that. I think they returned some of that pain, let's call it. Here comes the Wolverines. I'm going, I'm going Ohio pain. State, and, and I'm going to find every way to bet this game. I'm going to take Ohio State. I'm going to lay the points, take Ohio State first half. If I can find an alternate spread, I'm going to take Ohio State. Oh. Alternate spread. Like, I, I like Ohio State. In this game. Would you throw in a, a Stroud Heisman bet at this point? A two player race right now. Basically a pick'em. No, I'm a I'm a early futures guy right. or not at all. I just don't I only bring yeah. that up because it's you know it's not like Stroud's I mean, obviously it's the number was yeah. what, four to one at the start, but it's not like he was one of these fifty to one long shots you're not having to yeah. bet it even more. I feel like I don't have to bet everything, Ben. I mean, I know that. Right. But. Well, no, but a lot of people feel like they got to get yeah. involved. You know, like you got to. I'm saying, if you wanted to bet everything yeah. Ohio State, would so you my, include my, that in the portfolio? My approach to futures is. I get in early or I don't get in at all. That's generally how I approach it. Yeah. That's not a bad piece of advice. Some people might disagree with that. They might say, well, if you catch something at five, six to one and it looks like a sure shot, I, no, okay, I, cool. I agree with you right. in a general sense. It's there are you look at the short it's kinda like the short runway uh, yeah. theology. And I'm where tying now up that you're money. down to now that you're down to two people and you're only tying it up. But when's for the two Heisman weeks? voting? Uh, this is the weeks. week after the uh, conference championship games. Heisman Trophy ceremony. I type into my Google machine. Yeah, that's why we have them. Uh, <laughs> that's a good. No, it is a good. Quite. I mean, at least compared to if you're betting this in when is uh, it? August, it's not like you're going to have to wait uh, all all that long. Uh, usually December, like Saturday, the second. December uh, to yeah, 11th. So December eleventh. Usually that second are there Saturday. Thirty-one days in November. No. Because we have 31 in uh, December. So it's 30. So what are we, eight more days? That's yeah, 19, 19 days. days yeah. Three a whole lot of hockey. <laughs> I a see how you A whole lot of college basketball that I can utilize. Yeah. That's, no, that's totally yeah, fair. For a guy that's, what is he, minus 110? Now what is, what is yeah. Stroud doing? It? One, you know, minus 110. Right, so it's, it's not like it's I'm getting. toggled back and forth. Right. Yeah. So I can I go it. hit the Kings under the night and you know, get the same return. So. <laughs> Hit Bowling Green again. Take him halftime. Yeah, I'm done with them. Maybe, maybe done with them. Well, one yeah. guy who was in the mix until last weekend, and it was tough to see the candidacy for Hendon yeah. Hooker go down the way that it did. The Tennessee quarterback, as he tears an ACL, he's, he's done for the year. Tennessee now, you, you wonder what is there to play for because you now are out of college football playoff contention, not going to the SEC title game. You have this rivalry game that has been so one-sided against Vanderbilt. Commodores under Clark Lee are five and six, Sean. They've they found something in the back half of the season. Just one at a similar number last week, catching two touchdowns at home to Florida. And the market has gone to the Commodores this week from 17 down to 14 I mean, and a half. Outside of every stadium except Athens, the Commodores are like, we run the East. I mean, <laughs> Kentucky and Georgia. I mean, God forbid they knock off Tennessee. I mean, the head coach may not show up to work. He may be the first guy to hold out, like, in the season for a new contract. I get it now why it's hot, Clark, to be honest. Uh, well. I, I like Vandy in this spot. I'm not a big Joe Mixon fan. Not Joe Mixon. Uh, Joe Milton. Joe Milton yes, fan. Yes, is the fill-in starting quarterback. Uh, big arm, but very inaccurate. Uh, that, that offense is not going to be nearly as efficient with him operating it. Um, sad for Hinton Hooker. Um, 
sad for something that I really wanted to see outside of his well-being and, and all goodwill towards him was I was going to be fascinated by the NFL evaluation of Hendon Hooker. From where he How were they going yeah. to project his skill set from a draft standpoint? Because he, he in workouts, if they thought Malik Willis had a big arm, Hendon Hooker's got a bigger one, and he's in a different package. Malik Willis is what six foot. Uh, mm -hmm. Hendon Hooker's was six four. You know, probably gonna run four sixes in the four. He's not a blazer, but you know, he's a decent enough athlete. I was going. I really wanted to witness that evaluation process and. Obviously, we won't get it because he won't be able to work out and stuff, but hopefully he has a full recovery. I'm not sure about his eligibility. Does he have any left? Uh, it happened so late in the season, I doubt if he can apply for a medical. You wouldn't think so. Now that we've – because usually it's yeah. once you cross the quarter mark and you, you yeah, wipe, so we'll you see. clear that uh, away. If that is his last game at Tennessee, man, what a job what a he did. Yeah. Uh, taking a, a team, a program that had kind of fell in off the national radar – and making them back relevant to again, back so. to legitimacy, yeah. no doubt. Shout out. This is another case, though, as, as we talk about the situational spots. I feel like you're going to find out pretty early down in Nashville, even though it'll be a pro Tennessee crowd. What Vols team shows up? This is a big litmus test for Josh Heupel as a coach. We haven't seen him yet in this role after a devastating loss. What does he do? How how will his team respond? You know what's crazy? And looked good last week. Anthony Richardson threw for 400 last week. And Vandy won. And Vandy won the game. <laughs> when I looked at them, when I saw that stat, I and was Vandy, like, what? I mean, they were in control of that game at 31 Shout out to the, Comm oh, what is it? the Commodores. Commodores. Commodores, right? yeah. Yeah, man. I like, I like oh, Nashville. I'm a Vandy. Great, great place to watch a game. Hey, Sean, have a happy Enjoy Thanksgiving. You, ben. Great to catch up with you, To man. the Wilson family, we love hey, you. Thank hey, thank you. Hey, Auntie, don't bring anything oh, for Thanksgiving. No, you don't need to say that. Uh, we're out of here. It's <laughs> Femi and Bebefe, Wes Reynolds, coming up next on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.